Welcome to Wall Street Breakfast, your daily source of market news and analysis. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Good morning. Today is Tuesday, December 7th. I'm Pim Fox. Our top stories include the Big Apple vaccine mandate, Americans' savings are set to fall, and a traffic rebound means more wasted time. Those stories and more, but first, let's get a check on markets. S&P 500, NASDAQ 100, and Dow futures are up nearly 2%. Crude futures are gaining more than 2.5% to over $75 a barrel. The 10-year Treasury note yields 1.45%, and gold trades at $1,782 an ounce. Bitcoin is over $51,000. Stocks in Europe, the stocks Europe 600, is rallying almost 2% while shares in Asia closed higher. Stocks making moves in pre-market trade include Veer Biotechnology up more than 10% after the company and its partner GlaxoSmithKline said their COVID-19 antibody treatment proved effective against the Omicron variant in laboratory studies. Intel is higher by nearly 8% pre-market after the Wall Street Journal reported that it's planning to publicly list shares in its Mobileye self-driving car unit. Now our top stories. Calling it a, quote, preemptive strike to head off another surge in COVID-19 cases, New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio said the city will become the first in the nation to impose a vaccine mandate on private sector workers beginning on December 27th. The order will apply to roughly 184,000 businesses requiring all workers to get two vaccine doses, leaving no room for testing option for non-vaccinated employees. Excess savings among working and middle-class households could be exhausted as soon as early next year. That's according to Moody's Analytics. The company estimates that there are still $2.5 trillion left in overall excess savings as of October, but that the total would decrease by $50 billion a month on average through the end of next year. The rate of disposable income that goes to savings peaked at 26% this past spring after another round of direct federal payments. By October, the rate had reverted to its December 2019 level of just over 7%. And U.S. commuters are on pace to lose 36 hours to congestion in 2021. That's 10 hours more than last year, but 63 hours less than in 2019. It's all according to the transportation analytics firm Inrix in its 2021 Global Traffic Scorecard. Boston drivers will lose 78 hours to traffic snarls this year, while only three U.S. cities fared worse in the congestion scorecard, Chicago, New York, and Philadelphia. In Washington, commuting drivers are on track this year to lose 44 hours to congestion. In other news, a strong storm packing high winds and extremely heavy rain flooded roads down power lines across Hawaii, with officials warning of potentially worse conditions ahead. Baltimore-area casinos, which have waited years for permission to offer wagering on football, basketball, and other sports, will open in-person sports betting to the public on Friday. The Treasury Department says it could run out of money as soon as December 15th. Global semiconductor sales rose nearly 25% year-over-year in October. That's according to the Semiconductor Industry Association. And half a million jobs would be at risk under European Union plans for a de facto ban on combustion engine cars by 2035. That's according to European suppliers.
And Saudi Arabia says it's running out of ammunition it uses to defend weak against weekly drone and missile attacks and is appealing to the United States and its Gulf and European allies for a resupply. In company news, the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission has opened an investigation into Tesla that includes part of the company's solar cell operations. U.S. listed shares of Alibaba Group jumped to their best performance in more than four years. Alibaba shares closed up 10% Monday. Saudi Aramco has agreed to sell a 49% stake in its natural gas pipeline network to a consortium led by BlackRock for $15.5 billion. Hertz customers are paying a big premium to drive the Teslas in the rental car company's fleet. Goldman Sachs analyst Stephen Grambling estimated that Hertz has been getting more than $100 a day for Tesla rentals versus about $60 a day on average for cars in its fleet. Toyota North America said it has selected North Carolina's Greensboro area as the site for its $1.25 billion battery plant. The plant is expected to come online by 2025 and will eventually produce batteries for more than 1 million vehicles. Constellation Brands, the brewer of Corona beer for U.S. consumers, has agreed to build a brewery in southeastern Mexico almost two years after the government ordered the closure of a nearly completed $1.5 billion plant near the U.S.-Mexico border. A takeover deal sparked a 66% gain in shares of Del Taco. The fast food chain agreed to be acquired by Jack in the Box in a deal valued at nearly $600 million. Consumer products maker Procter & Gamble closed above $150 a share for the first time. AutoZone reported higher earnings in the quarter. Same-store sales or sales from stores open at least a year increased nearly 14% over the previous year. Eastman Chemical announced an accelerated share repurchase agreement for half a billion dollars. Nucor says it will build a new micro-mill to supply steel-reinforcing bar to the South Atlantic region, anticipating continued strength for rebar used primarily in the construction of roads, buildings, sidewalks, and other structures. FedEx estimates that it will deliver 100 million more packages this year than it did from Black Friday to Christmas in pre-pandemic 2019 and 10% more than the record 2020 season during COVID. Qantas Airlines announced that it will convert two of its Airbus A330 passenger aircraft into dedicated freighters to take advantage of consumer shifts to online shopping. American Airlines Group Chief Executive Doug Parker said he will step down next year after 20 years running airlines. And in a surprise move, Samsung Electronics replaced the heads of its three major business units and merged the company's mobile and consumer electronic businesses into a single unit. AT&T's chief executive said concerns of some Democratic lawmakers about the proposed merger between Warner Media and Discovery is anti-competitive are unfounded. Trump Media and Technology Group said it has named Representative Devin Nunes, Republican from California, a longtime ally of former President Donald Trump as chief executive of its social media venture. Microsoft is set to raise prices on its office suite of products for some customers unless they switch to longer subscriptions. And the boss of the online mortgage lender Better.com laid off some 900 employees on a Zoom call. Vishal Garg, the New York-based company's CEO, announced the mass firings to affected workers on a now viral call, a recording of which was later posted on TikTok, YouTube, and other social media accounts. The company announced in May that it plans to go public through a SPAC, or Special Purpose Acquisition Company, at a valuation of more than $7.5 billion. 
Kentucky Derby winner Medina Spirit collapsed and died after a workout Monday at Santa Anita in California. The three-year-old Colt had just completed his second workout since finishing second in the Breeders' Cup Classic a month ago at Del Mar. And two rare tiaras that once belonged to Empress of France Josephine Bonaparte will be auctioned today via Sotheby's in London, marking their first appearance on the market in more than 150 years. And today marks the 80th anniversary of the Japanese attack on Pearl Harbor, drawing the United States into World War II. At 7 a.m., equity futures are pointing to a higher open, with Dow, S&P, and NASDAQ futures higher by as much as 2%. Crude oil is higher by 3% to over $72 a barrel. Gold is higher by two-tenths of a percent at $1,782 an ounce. Bitcoin is gaining nearly 6%. It's over $51,000. And the yield on the 10-year Treasury is unchanged at 1.44%. Coming up, Casey's General Stores and Toll Brothers report earnings, and the Federal Reserve reports on consumer credit data for October. At 8.30 Eastern, the Census Bureau will release international trade in goods and services for October, and the Bureau of Labor Statistics is scheduled to release the revised report on productivity and costs for the third quarter of 2021. Thanks for listening, and have a successful day. That concludes today's Wall Street Breakfast. Thank you for listening. For the best news and analysis on the web, go to SeekingAlpha.com. To subscribe to this podcast, go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can sign up for our other podcasts, Alpha Trader and the Cannabis Investing Podcast on those platforms as well.